Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Judges 4, 4 through 5, 31. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was judging Israel at that time. She used to sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the sons of Israel came up to her for judgment. Now she sent and summoned Barak, the son of Abinoam from Kadesh Naphtali, and said to him, Behold, the Lord, the God of Israel, has commanded, Go and march to Mount Tabor, and take with you 10,000 men from the sons of Naphtali and from the sons of Zebulun. I will draw out to you Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his many troops to the river Kishon, and I will give him into your hand. Then Barak said to her, If you will go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. She said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the honor shall not be yours on the journey that are about to take, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hands of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali together to Kadesh, and 10,000 men went up with him. Deborah also went up with him. Now Heber, the Kenite, had separated himself from the Kenites, from the sons of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses, and had pitched his tent as far away as the oak in Zaninim, which is near Kadesh. Then they told Sisera that Barak, the son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor. Sisera called together all his chariots, 900 iron chariots, and all the people who were with him from Harosheth Hagoim to the river Kishon. 
Deborah said to Barak, Arise, for this is the day in which the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Behold, the Lord has gone out before you. So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him. The Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. And Sisera alighted from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Harosheth Hagoyim, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. Not even one was left. Now Sisera fled away on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. For there was peace between Jabin, the king of Hazor, and the house of Heber, the Kenite. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my master, turn aside to me. Do not be afraid. And he turned aside to her into the tent, and she covered him with a rug. He said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened a bottle of milk and gave him a drink. Then she covered him. He said to her, Stand in the doorway of the tent, and it shall be if anyone comes and inquires of you and says, Is there anyone here that you shall say no? But Jael, Heber's wife, took a tent peg and seized a hammer from her hand and went secretly to him and drove the peg into his temple, and it went through into the ground, for he was sound asleep and exhausted. So he died. And behold, as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him and said to him, Come, and I will show you the man whom you are seeking. And he entered with her, and behold, Sisera was lying dead with a tent peg in his temple. So God subdued on that day Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the sons of Israel. The hands of the sons of Israel pressed heavier and heavier upon Jabin, the king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin, the king of Canaan. Now Judges 5, the song of Deborah and Barak. Then Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, sang on that day, saying, That the leaders led in Israel, that the people volunteered, bless the Lord. Hear, O kings, give ear, O rulers, I to the Lord, I will sing. I will sing praise to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the field of Edom, the earth quaked, the heavens also dripped, even the clouds dripped water, the mountains quaked at the presence of the Lord. This Sinai, at the presence of the Lord, the God of Israel, in the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath. In the days of Jael, the highways were deserted, and deserters went by roundabout ways. The peasantry ceased, they ceased in Israel, until I, Deborah, arose, until I arose, a mother in Israel. New gods were chosen, then war was in the gates, not a shield or a spear was seen, among 40,000 in Israel. My heart goes out to the commanders of Israel, the volunteers among the people. Bless the Lord. You who ride on white donkeys, you who sit on rich carpets, and you who travel on the road, sing. At the sound of those who divide flocks among the watering places, there they shall recount the righteous deeds of the Lord, the righteous deeds for his peasantry in Israel. Then the people of the Lord went down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, sing a song. Arise, Barak, and take away your captives, O son of Abinoam. Then survivors came down to the nobles. The people of the Lord came down to me as warriors. From Ephraim, those whose root is in Amalek came down, following you, Benjamin, with your peoples. From Machir, commanders came down, and from Zebulun, those who wield the staff of office. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah, and was as was Issachar, so was Barak. Into the valley they rushed at his heels. Among the divisions of Reuben, 
There were great resolves of heart. Why did you sit among the sheepfolds to hear the piping for the flocks? Among the divisions of Reuben, there were great searchings of heart. Gilead remained across the Jordan. And why did Dan stay in ships? Asher sat at the seashore and remained by its landings. Zebulun was a people who despised their lives even to death, and Naphtali also on the high places of the field. The kings came and fought, then fought the kings of Canaan at Tanakh near the waters of Megiddo. They took no plunder in silver. The stars fought from heaven. From their courses they fought against Sisera. The torrent of Kishon swept them away. The ancient torrent, the torrent Kishon. O oh, my soul, march on with strength. Then the horse's hooves beat from the dashing, the dashing of his valiant steeds. Curse, Morose, and the angel of the Lord. Utterly curse its inhabitants, because they did not come to the Lord, or to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the warriors. Most blessed of women is Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. Most blessed is she of women in the tent. He asked for water, and she gave him milk. In a magnificent bowl, she brought him curds. She reached out her hand for the tent peg and her right hand for the workman's hammer. Then she struck Sisera. She smashed his head. She shattered and pierced his temple. Between her feet, he bowed. He fell. He lay. Between her feet, he bowed. He fell. Where he bowed, there he fell dead. Out of the window she looked and lamented, the mother of Sisera through the, lat the lattice. Why does his chariot delay in coming? Why do the hoofbeats of his chariots tarry? Her wise princesses would answer her. Indeed, she repeats her words to herself. Are they not finding? Are they not dividing the spoil? A maiden, two maidens for every warrior. To Sisera, a spoil of dyed work. A spoil of dyed work embroidered. Died work of double embroidery on the neck of the spoiler. Thus let all your enemies perish, O Lord. But let those who love him be like the rising of the sun in its might. And the land was undisturbed for 40 years. Matthew fourteen twenty-two through 33. Jesus walks on the water. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the crowds away. After he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray, and when it was evening, he was there alone. But the boat was already a long distance from the land, battered by the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost, and they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, Come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But seeing the wind, he became frightened and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and took hold of him and said to him, You have little faith. Why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind stopped. And those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, You are certainly God's son. The connection in these two scriptures with Judges 4, 4 through 531 and Matthew 14, 22 through 33, it's kind of subtle. But once you see it, it really jumps off at you. The... Um, 
the easy one. The easy one would be Matthew 14, 22 through 33, when Jesus walks on water. We all have, we all know that story. And many times we've been at the city pool or at someone's house and their pool or our backyard in a pool. And we've all thought, man, what would that be like to actually walk on water? That would be so amazing. And Peter had the opportunity to do so. But what stopped him? He started having the success. Jesus said it. He said, Peter said, if you tell me to, I will. And so Jesus said, okay, then do it. <laughs> Simple as that. So Peter stepped out and he started to walk on the water, just being obedient to what Jesus had told him to do. But then fear set in. As the fear set in, he started to sink. Jesus told him, you have little faith. Don't fear. Do not fear. Well, that's the same subtle story in Judges. Because Barak was already told, you're going to have success. You're going to. And it's early on in the story, but it, it unfolds exactly the way that um, God told Deborah it would happen. It was simple. You're going to go, and God is going to deliver all of the army and Sisera, the other leader, to you. And his first response was, Oh, I don't want to go unless you go. He was afraid. She represented his leader and he wanted her to be able to go. As, as the, um, the interceder between him and God, that intercession person, that was what he really needed. He was afraid that without her, he would not have success because she's the one given this direction from God. Well, so he said that and her response was, fine, then I'll go. But you're not going to get the final honor. You're going to get the victory. God promised the victory. But to you individually, you who had little faith, God's not going to give you the honor of, of actually being able to take the life of your opponent, the leader of your opposition. That was always something that was a big honor to do. Said that's not going to be yours. In fact, it's not only not going to be yours, it's going to be the honor of a woman. And that was kind of a little slap in his face. But he went and got to watch everything unfold just as she said. And it was a woman who got, had the honor of killing the leader of the opposition. So I think what we need to get from that is when God says to be obedient, just trust in him and do it. Cast aside all fear. Now, <clears throat> it's okay to be uncertain. It's okay to have a little bit of a tendency sometimes. But what if we were to completely have the the radical obedience to step out of the boat. So Father, I pray that you can give us the courage to be radically obedient to what you ask us to do, that we can see the miracles, the, the overcoming, the, the uh, victories that you have already ready to, to happen before us, that we could see that and we would not allow fear 
to give us any hesitation. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.